0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1821, UK versus US breakfast with Anna Tyree from English Like a Native. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than two hundred million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Are you a breakfast person? Today, my special guest, Anna, from English Like a Native, Tells us how breakfast in the UK has changed over the last 50 years, and we'll also look at the emerging boozy brunch culture in the US. Listen in today. Hello everyone. Today, I have Anna on the show from English Like a Native. Welcome, Anna. How are you today? Hi, I'm really well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you on the show today. Guys, Anna is an English teacher, an entrepreneur, and a creator. She is the owner of EnglishLikeANative.co.uk, and she has a YouTube channel with more than 800 800- thousand subscribers. Anna, congratulations on your work so far. You are definitely a leader in this industry. That's
1: amazing. Oh, bless you. thank you so much. That's really kind of you to say. I don't really see it that way. I'm just, you know, just doing my thing. Like, like most of us are just trying to trying to help people. And yeah, it's, it's working. All right. I've been doing it for a long time. How long have you been doing it? <sighs> I think it's getting on for nine years now. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Same
0: for very similar for me. So we've been out there creating content for a long time for our listeners, but today I'm excited for my listeners to have you on the show because guys, we're going to talk about a topic we all love, which is food. (laughs) (laughs) Of course we do. And specifically breakfast. Anna,
1: are you a breakfast person or not so much? This is an interesting question because I've always been a breakfast person I I always felt like I couldn't function until yeah. I had breakfast but these days I'm trying to move away from having breakfast oh. because I'm starting to do more intermittent fasting which is wow. quite popular at the moment but um for me it's it's about longevity and better health and so actually I'm moving away from being a breakfast person which is really sad
0: Oh my gosh, that's interesting. So have you found that that's creating results for you that you you feel differently at the end of the day if you have yeah. your first meal later? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I do this kind of, um, it's like a 14-10 ratio. So okay. I try to eat just for 10 hours and then I fast for 14 hours. I don't do it every day of the week. I'll always have a few days off. But okay. uh, what I try to do is eat before six o'clock and then- I can't. So of an evening. So I I try to get my dinner in before six. Okay. And then if I can do that, then it means I can have some breakfast at a reasonable time in the morning. But I have two young children and sometimes it's hard to get a meal in at the right time. And so if I have a, a normal evening meal at the normal time, it will mean I have to skip breakfast altogether. And okay. what that does for your body is it puts you into a different state. It puts you into like a repair mode. Your cells... Mm start to worry that there's no food coming and so they say well rather than just keep reproducing cells let's stop doing that and repair what we have and clean everything up and so it's supposed to make you healthier it's supposed to help you to live longer and I certainly feel like I have more energy and I have like a clearer head less brain fog.
0: Wow. Interesting. Oh, now I'm curious. I feel like that would be really hard. I tend to get kind of hangry in the morning, right? So for our listeners guys, the word hangry is a combination of hungry and angry fun little word. Uh, I struggle if I can't eat within the first hour of when I'm up, but you let me know about how that goes, Anna, after a couple of months, I'll be curious to see, you know, what is the final result? Is it really, you know, sounds like it's working so far. So that's Mm -hmm. great. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So Anna, I wanted to have you on today, not just to talk about breakfast and food, but kind of how food and breakfast breakfast specifically has changed in the UK over the last 50 years. Where are you from in the UK, Anna?
1: Originally, I'm from the north of England, near Manchester and Liverpool. Uh, okay. Now I live down close to London, so in the south of England. Okay.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And so let's talk about this a little bit. I mean, I have some things to share with our listeners about how American breakfast has changed, but I'd like to hear from you first. What was it like 50 years ago? Or let's say, yeah, let's say 70 years ago in the mid 1900s,
1: right? In the fifties. What is it like today? Yeah. So I wasn't around at that time. Right. Sure. Neither was <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that, you know, we, we were coming out of um, out of the world wars that, that happened in the early part of that century. And right. in the UK, we still had rationing going on in the 50s. Ah. So there was still rationing things like eggs and meat. Um, and so breakfasts were quite plain really Uh, egg on toast was a staple as well as um, cereals and always always with an English breakfast something that's never changed is tea a cup of tea is the is the first thing you start with and then yeah toast eggs maybe jam on toast yes Um, but nothing too Nothing too lavish, nothing too extravagant. It wasn't the
0: time people didn't have the money, right? Mm-hmm. Just after the world war two, um, we could do a whole other episode together, Anna on tea culture. Uh, <laughs> I would love to learn more about that. The right way to hold your teacup. I mean, all, there must be so much etiquette in British culture around tea. I would imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got cupboards full of tea and tea leaves and <laughs> teapots and tea strainers, sure. um, but you know, a good old tea bag in a mug—it goes goes down pretty well.
0: Goes <laughs> down so pretty well. I love it. I love it. So a very basic kind of atmosphere, and I'll just throw out the American side of breakfast in the 1950s, then, and then we'll go to current day for both cultures. So, guys, in the U.S you know, in the 1950s, you know, we had the famous diner, right? I'm not sure when diner, have you ever heard of a diner, Anna? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've traveled. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: we have stranger things. (laughs) Um, No, we have a lot of American um, culture TV here. And so, you know, diner is a very iconic American like cafe. We would be a cafe or a cafe for us. Exactly. Um, Do you have many roller diners? Do the waitresses really wear roller skates? I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen where
0: we have more of a drive. They call it, I think they call it a drive-in where Uh you drive into a little kind of kiosk for your car and the waitress comes out outside and skates around your car, takes your order, then skates back in and then skates out with your food. So yeah, that is a thing uh, that you find when you take a typical American road trip, you would find Mm -hmm. that. Out in the countryside, but the diner was invented in, I believe in the Northeast in New Jersey. And guys, if you're, if you've never been to a diner, it is, it looks like a traditional railway dining car, right? That's kind of what it's it's traditionally been modeled after. So I remember going to, when I was a kid to a little diner and thinking, Oh, it looks like a train. That's interesting. So bad coffee, bad, bottomless coffee, <laughs> greasy food, right. But also very basic Anna, similar to what you mm-hmm. said, which makes total sense for that time period. But now we can sc- still go to diners any time of the day and enjoy basic food. You're not there for the quality of the food, right? Yeah. 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 And, and I love that. you
1: know, I always find that the, if it's more unhealthy, then yeah. it's cheaper. So you're yes. going to get, you're going to get well it's funny you say more for your money because actually the more you pay you tend to get smaller portions and you know (laughs) healthier food but Mm. you just have to think of it in the right way
0: (laughs) that's true when you go to a a very fancy restaurant at least in the u.s you often get a tiny portion not sure whether it's always super healthy but we never know what those chefs kind of put in there butter cream all these all these things
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check
0: But yeah, so that is kind of where American breakfasts were in the mid 1900s, you know, just basic food, huge menus, diners. And now where are you at in breakfast culture? I know a lot of different people like a lot of different things and Anna, you don't eat breakfast, <laughs> but uh, what are people dining on for breakfast nowadays in the UK?
1: So over, over the decades, there have been um shifts towards different styles of breakfast so we went to the continental breakfast like in the the 1980s which was you know the the croissant for breakfast and 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 cheese and ham with breakfast which we'd never really done before okay and then we moved to a more American style of breakfast. So we started having things like bagels and pancakes coming in, waffles, things that we hadn't previously had. And that was like 80s into 90s that we started having those. Huh. And and then a more healthy breakfast kicked in in the 2000s, which was the granola, fruit, um, you know, just being a little like pairing it back a little bit. Yeah. Because something I haven't mentioned actually is the traditional English breakfast, which is the yes. full English breakfast. We have these cafes called a greasy spoon. It's literally the, the umbrella term for these types of cafes where they sell a full English breakfast. It's a greasy spoon. Got it. And it's, a. I mean, you can have a healthier version, but generally it's unhealthy because it's just bread dripping in fat and we have something called a black pudding okay you know what this is <laughs> no I don't know that one what is that it sounds really gross when I tell you what it is um <laughs> it's a blood sausage basically so it's oh. a sausage which is made of congealed blood and oats um and a bit of meat as well but it's it's I'm I'm a vegetarian um wannabe I used to be a veggie and now I sometimes eat meat with my kids so now this kind of thing really turns my stomach, but I used to enjoy it when I was a meat eater. Um, but yeah, the black pudding is part of a full English breakfast. And it's just this huge mountain of food that people would eat. And although you can still get a traditional English breakfast in most places, okay, it's, it's not like the staple breakfast that you'd have, or it, it, maybe it's a Sunday treat that people would put together in the okay. home. You mean the English um, breakfast is a Sunday treat? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like on a Sunday, we we call it a fry up for short. Do you want a fry up? Do you fancy a fry up? Because it would mm. traditionally be a fried egg and then fried bacon Got so, it. and fried bread. So there's a lot of fried stuff. It sounds
0: like it. <laughs> Have have people moved further away from the traditional English breakfast as you've introduced new things like the, the 90s style bagels and, and granola or are people yeah. kind of coming back to their roots
1: more? What would no, you say? I no, think, I think we're just, I think we're taking a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think across the board now, this variety that's been introduced, people just kind of, you know, take what they like on any given day. When you yeah. go to the, the standard kind of, food eatery places in in central london um which is where it's all happening they've got their finger on the pulse yeah. um of food fashion they usually offer a little bit of everything they won't do a full breakfast but they will offer bacon sandwiches for example um but you'll have porridge porridge is another really standard uh, you know it's a budget food isn't it but we have porridge here quite a lot because we know it's a really healthy food and i think at least in my circle of friends, definitely moving to more towards a healthy option for breakfast yes. is what everyone's trying to achieve. Yes. Um, yeah. More conscious. Right. Smoothie is smoothies. One. Yeah. Your morning smoothie, get your veggies in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, very trendy.
0: Smoothies are one thing that's really hot in the U S right now. That's interesting is avocado toast. Do you guys do this? Mm. I'm sure you do in London. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, of course. Right. So, but it's tricky. It is kind of healthy. Avocado is very healthy, but sometimes you can see a layer of butter just below the avocado. And then I think, oh, maybe it's not quite as healthy as I thought. So avocado toast is pretty hot right now in the U S
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. smashed avocado with a yes. bit of
0: chili and pepper. Yes.
1: Yeah, you can do it a
0: lot of different ways. It's really interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say in the U.S., you know, things have moved a lot, especially in the major cities, Boston, New York, even Denver moved towards brunch culture. Uh, This is where, you know, you need a reservation or you're standing in line and you get dressed up. Sometimes, uh, you know, it's large groups of friends. Often there's Bloody Marys, uh, you know, mimosas. So people are, are drinking in wow. the morning. Yeah, yeah. This is a big scene now becoming more and more expensive foods. So you, and I'm personally not a brunch person. I don't like to drink that early in the morning, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I don't like to feel so full in the middle of the day because it's a Sunday. I want to be outside hiking. Uh, but people end up just going home and taking a nap because they they've eaten so much and had something to drink and, yeah, and it's hot out, but this has become really, really trendy. So we've moved towards more expensive foods, kind of food being a scene.
1: Uh, so it's really been interesting to see that change over the years mm-hmm. in the U S yeah. Well, I, I think, I think food in general has always been an event in yes. some form. Hasn't yes. it? Of course. I, I know that throughout my life times when I've been single and alone cooking for myself is almost an afterthought. Like, oh, I'll just grab yeah. whatever I can. I don't want to cook for myself. But if someone's coming around to see you yes. or you're going out to, to meet with friends, like you make food a part of yes. the event, that's the event. And everyone gathers around that event.
0: That's a good point. Anna. So it's probably, it's really probably more of a single scene type of deal. You know, the brunch mm-hmm. is in the big city, but it's been interesting to see things go from pretty basic in the U S to. A much more elevated kind of food and kind of more of an experience, really.
1: Does this brunch it, happen during the week when people? Oh uh, no, like no,
0: I no. working. No, <laughs> no, okay. no, this is this is mostly Sundays, Saturdays, weekends, maybe holidays. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any final thoughts on breakfast and the evolution
1: of breakfast, Anna? Um, oh, not that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. No, I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. The,
0: That's okay. No, this has been great guys. It's always interesting to compare two cultures, especially when you hone in on one specific thing like breakfast, like lunch or dinner. So have this conversation with other native speakers in your world, open up the conversation like Anna and I have today. So go for it guys.
1: All right, Anna, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? Of course. Yes. Please come and check out my channel, English, like a native on YouTube And I also offer courses and services for English learners over on Englishlikeanative.co.uk.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. It's been really fun chatting.
1: No, thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. Take care. Bye. Bye. This summer, dive into the many cools of San Antonio. Because as soon as the temperature rises, so does the fun, the flavors, the excitement, and the many cool things that make our city the perfect summer getaway destination. Come keep cool with amazing pools at the best hotels, refreshing adventures both indoor and outdoor, inspiring history and culture, culinary wonders, and the hottest nights of your life at the coolest spots in Texas. To plan the coolest summer vacation, dive in to visit sanantonio.com slash summer.